This is the Weather Lounge here at Weatherworks. Hello and welcome back to the Weather Lounge here at Weatherworks. I'm your host, meteorologist Brad Miller, and I would like to thank you for joining us from our podcast headquarters located in Hackettstown, New Jersey. And with me once again, socially distanced, of course, is my co-host, meteorologist Mike Mahalik. Hey there, Mike. Good to have you here for another round here in the Weather Lounge. Yeah, absolutely. I, You know, I'm loving this podcast thing, Brad. It's so <laughs> much fun just, you know, talking about weather and uh, how it affects people and, and how it affects you and me. And, 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 and we got some education things. every once in a while, too. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I really think this is a, is fun. And, you know, podcasting is really growing on me. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a popular thing these days, that's for sure. So uh, we figured we uh, throw our hat into the ring, and uh, we got another edition here from the Weather Lounge. And uh, mm-hmm. um, Mike, I got a question then for you, and this may kind of uh, give away our topic here. But uh, what is your favorite sport, either watch or play, and your favorite professional team? Definitely ping pong. Ah, yes, <laughs> I'm with you there. <laughs> No, I, I do I do like ping pong. Ping pong I mean, is, is fun. A, is a good game to play. But no, in in all reality, um, you know, I, I I do like football. Um, I played that, you know, as I was a kid and through high school, and I also played baseball too. Um, but um, you know, football was my favorite sport. I, I don't know. I just liked hitting people. <laughs> I guess and how's that changed, Mike? You know, I, I go home with bruises every day from the office. You gotta... Yeah, I just come across the the downstairs <laughs> office and throw a shoulder into you. You yeah. throw your mask at me all the time too, and it hurts. <laughs> oh, but no, I mean, it, you know, in all seriousness, no. Uh, football is my favorite, and I got to yeah. go with the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, you know that I'm uh, from Eastern Pennsylvania, and. Uh, I'm a homer, so <laughs> I like the Eagles. I like the Phillies. You know, even going over into hockey, you know, I like uh, the Flyers there too. Um, but I don't follow that as closely as football and baseball. Yeah, no, that's that's that's, that's understandable. I mean, you, you live close to Philly, and there's some uh, you know big teams down there, obviously. But uh, well, what about you, Brad? I mean, what's your what's your big team? Uh, I mean, of course, everyone's going to all the Yankees, and I am a Yankees fan. Not yeah. because of their success. No, I grew up in Central Jersey. I grew up in Edison. I mean, uh, I was maybe a half hour from the Bronx. But, um, you know, I went to a lot of Yankees games. And I'll tell you, even growing up, though, I mean, I grew up in the 80s. And the Yankees were not that successful then. I mean, they no. had a couple of World Series in the late 70s. I was way too young for that. But then, right. you know, the 80s, Don Mattingly, they didn't get to World Series, I think, but once in the 80s. And they didn't win one, though, between 1978 Again, and then until yeah. 1996, I think, against the Braves. So, I mean, it was 18 years between World Series, and I was a fan the whole time. Poor Don Mattingly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Donnie Baseball, I mean, he, I think he got to the playoffs once or twice only, and obviously not, you know, getting much further than that. Never uh, played in the World Series. But, uh, well, hey, he's managing the Marlins now, I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, there you he's, go. Uh, he's a manager now. That's for sure. If you can so get it from the manager uh, perspective there, you might. Yeah, eventually get there. Marlins seem to be a decent team. Yeah, and and Jeter's the owner, ex Yankee too, one of the owners, I think. Ah, that's interesting. So, yeah, it is. So, but uh, if you haven't guessed yet, yeah, we are. Uh, we're we're talking about um, baseball, and we're going to talk about weather and how it affects sports, Mike. And of course, we're talking about outdoor sports here. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> obviously not indoor sports. We don't have weather in the in, inside there. Climate no. control is good for that. 
Um, but uh, no, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, rain, snow, uh, severe weather, thunderstorms, you know, even the heat affects uh, all sure. sports in different ways. And, um, you know, that's what we're going to talk about here uh, in this podcast, weather and sports, how it impacts the games. And uh, I think uh, we'll do that in the next segment here. So uh, why don't we toss it to break for now, Brad? And then when we come back, we'll really dive into how the weather affects different sports. All right. Sounds good. Have you ever wanted to know exactly how much snow or ice fell in your backyard or how much snow you just plowed from that two acre parking lot? How about getting documentation that explains why you applied several applications of salt to a busy apartment complex? When it comes to snow and ice verification, it can be a headache trying to find accurate totals for the busy winter season. Certified snowfall totals from WeatherWorks provides a stress-free way to get reliable information for the exact location you need. It's your complete winter weather verification platform. For more information or to try a demo, visit CertifiedSnowfallTotals.com or call us at 908-850-8600. And welcome back, everybody, to the Weather Lounge. This is meteorologist Mike Mahalik, and I'm here with Brad Miller. And, Brad, we're talking about weather and how it impacts sports for the second part of this podcast. And, uh, you know, I don't know which one you want to go with first uh, as far as, <laughs> well, you know, that, that's, different That's kind of what we were talking about. Yeah, we, we were saying, do we want to break this down by weather condition and uh, weather phenomena or do it by sport? But I guess we decided... Let's just, you know, I guess the elephant in the room, Mike, is rain. And, yeah. you know, of course, every sport that's played outdoors has rain to deal with, at least somewhere along the way, whether it's right. a part of the game or games get canceled, postponed. Um, you know, some sports have a little bit more, I guess, uh, threshold when it comes to how much rain can fall versus, you know, where there's yeah. only a little bit of rain that can impact the game or the sport itself. So, you know, yeah. I guess we'll start with rain and, you know, probably I would say the least sensitive sport or I guess the most sensitive sport when it comes to, you know, mm -hmm. how much rain falls is, is probably NASCAR jumps out at you because, you know, yeah. once the track gets wet and I know there's a lot of NASCAR fans out there and, you know, once the track gets wet, you know, it's mm -hmm. basically done until it, the rain moves out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, man, you know, if you have cars going down a front stretch mm -hmm. and, 200 miles an hour and they got to make a left turn uh man it's not going to work well and with really no traction on their tires there so it's, yeah you know. i mean you know because yeah those tires are built for speed you know and mm -hmm. uh and they're not thinking about moisture on the track uh, being a problem there's no grooves nothing like that to get the water away from that tire right. in contact with the surface so they're trying to make that car stick as good as possible and any rain on that track is not going to work. And, and I'm not a huge NASCAR fan, uh, but I'll tell you, I kind of look forward to rain delays in NASCAR other than yeah. uh, a lot of folks don't like it. But I like to see those big jet dryers come out. I've, yeah. I've been to a few up at Pocono, a few yep. races, and uh, it seems like almost every race up there gets a rain delay somewhere along the way. And those those jet dryers yeah. come out, and man, they not only dry the track, they're loud, but they do a good job after that rain's over with. Yeah, no, I, I saw that a few times too uh, uh, at uh, Nazareth Speedway in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I went to, and um, I was actually, believe it or not, that track was only a mile away from my house. 
Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so off of 30, yeah, yeah, I used to, you know, I lived in Nazareth as a boy and, you know, yeah, it was really a mile away and literally I've walked there to see IndyCar races uh, in the past. Uh, That's Mario was... Andretti country down there. Absolutely. And Andretti he, family. He, where I currently live, he probably lives about two miles away from yeah, where I currently yeah, I live. So, the area. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, anyway, obviously, you know, racing is a big deal with rain. Any type of rain is, mm-hmm. is really hard to race. Although you do see some Formula One uh, races that do go in the rain. Uh, they put yeah, out those rip tires little, and things little, like that. Uh, less sensitive, but, you know. But I think other, other sports, mm-hmm. you know, where rain impacts, obviously there's a lot that it impacts. But uh, And you think about on the other side of things, NFL will play in just about anything. Yeah. Um, unless there's lightning. So, I mean, you've seen games where guys are just, you know, splashing around in puddles, you know, they're full of mud, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's a takes a lot to cancel an NFL game. That's for sure. Yeah. That's probably the least sensitive of all the sports. That's for sure. You know, baseball, again, you can play through different types of rain, you know, a couple of downpours, even uh, as long as it's not going to be a two to three hour, you know, duration rain or just a steady yeah. rain then of course they'll usually cancel a game but yeah if they get a quick shower um you know they'll usually play through that uh, golf the same thing as long as it's not really really heavy rain um mm-hmm. and it's it, mainly with golf though it, it it takes a lot and it doesn't get to the point that they'll cancel or at least delay until there's like water pooling up on the green and sometimes yeah. you'll see them come out with the squeegees and they'll push the push the water around to a point especially if it's going to be a short-lived shower but yeah. you know usually most golf courses can uh, can uh, withstand some rain a half an inch of rain even a quick inch of rain but uh, and they'll make the players play through it too and again and uh, uh, that that's just again being an outdoor sport now of course mike the big problem is uh, you know, when we get lightning involved with the rainfall and that's going to impact almost all the sports, not only from a, um, you know, a safety standpoint for the mm-hmm. players, but of course, when there are fans back in the stands again, that's another issue that, you know, uh, poses a problem. Uh, you don't want, you know, it takes a while yeah. for fans to get into safety. So that's, that's a huge problem. Yeah. And that's a big part of actually what WeatherWorks does right. for these sports. You know, we monitor lightning uh, for big stadiums like, um, you know, around the country here and, and especially in the Northeast, you know, we'll, we'll uh, give those you know, consultation calls for them so they can make a decision or at least a better informed decision on what to do with the 60,000 fans sure. that are in the stadium. Um, and, you know, we even have some clients like uh, NFL teams too mm-hmm. um, that uh, are concerned about lightning and the safety of their staff and players. Some, on, soccer, you know. some soccer teams too that we monitor for. I mean, it's, yep. uh, it's all you know, that. It's, it, and, so, and like we said, it, it was going to say, it's not even really for, I mean, of course it's for the players and the staffing, but like you mentioned mm-hmm. with, the, with, the, with the fans, you can't just call up and say, hey, uh, there's going to be lightning in the area in, in 10 minutes, so you need to clear the field. Uh, that doesn't yeah. work well, like when you say you have 60,000 fans uh, in the stands, or at least right. once we get back to that point after COVID, uh, hopefully is uh, gone. Sure. And I got, I got a story about that, actually, too. I remember I had to make a call. I was mm-hmm. on the line uh, with a particular stadium. Uh, I won't mention any names, but um, I had NFL referees and the two <laughs> teams, representatives from both teams in the yep. conference call with me. Mm-hmm. and basically thunderstorms are approaching the area, and I had to make a call or at least a strong conversation with them sure. 
you know, they make the call ultimately, not us. Um, right. But, you know, I had to explain the whole situation to them. And, and basically I was thinking to myself, man, <clears throat> I'm going to decide the fate of sure. this NFL game right now, yeah. um, whether or not they're going to postpone or, and then whether they're going to clear the stadium and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, you know, that's, that's a pretty uh, stressful call, but yeah. uh, you know, I, I think we all made the right decision in that situation, which I'm happy about. Yeah. But, and, um, and it's, it's for the safety of, of now again, the players and the fans, you know, you, you got to make that call. And, you know, even though, you know, you're going to, you know, mm-hmm. um, a lot of folks going to be upset, upset about over it. Mm-hmm. And then, ah, the storm's pretty far away, but yeah, we, we, you can't take, yeah, you can't take a risk when you have lightning, you know, mm-hmm. lightning can hit from a thunderstorm if it's, 10, 20 miles away, you sure. know, so it's not just within the storm itself. So that's what's uh, and, hard and about see, lightning. Yeah, threats. and you see it all the time. And again, that's and that's what the consultation for WeatherWorks comes uh, with our clients. You know, a lot of times you'll see that, you know, severe weather warning uh, mm-hmm. or, or severe weather is headed for the area. You know, that that's again, not only us too. Uh, every sport and every, every uh, stadium, I would imagine, has some kind of a lightning detection that they're either um, a client of or they have their own meteorologist on duty. Sometimes uh, some teams actually go with that and some sports do that for that matter. Didn't you say the PGA has a meteorologist that uh, follows them around? Yeah, there's actually a friend of mine. I I think he still works for them. But uh, when I was in contact with him a lot more than I am now, but yeah, he traveled with the PGA Tour. They Mm -hmm. actually have, I think, there's a company that they actually pay for, but that's who he works with. And then yeah. they travel with the PGA tour. So there's actually a meteorologist on staff on duty on the grounds, whether wow. it's lightning detection or it's the forecast itself. Cause a lot of times, even if there's heavy rain on the way in a, in a particular tournament, they'll move tea times around right. to push them into the morning or, you know, mm-hmm. uh, have a gap in between where they think it's going to rain. So, you know, they get the rounds in before either severe weather event or the heavy rain comes in. Um, Mm -hmm. And also, you know, they can detect uh, lightning. And that's another thing that, again, move move the fans around and get the players. And every hole, usually on a PJ event, they'll have a courtesy car there for that reason, because they can't even have the players running back in carts. There's no carts out there. So they actually get into their courtesy cars and Mm. get them to safety as well. So, um, yeah, so... You know, every sport, I think, and every stadium either has a uh, direct link to uh, severe weather or lightning uh, for those purposes. Yeah, and I think we're kind of focusing a lot on the safety of the players and Mm -hmm. the uh, fans, which is true. But also, you got to think of the grounds crew here, too, because the grounds crew in, you know, whether it's baseball games or football games or soccer games, they're trying to keep that field in pristine condition. Um, so, you know, getting that, you know, weather forecast or that consultation is very important because they ought to know whether or not they're going to, you know, cover the field, whether or not they're going to water that day or whether, you right. know, just yeah. so they keep the that effect. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, they don't want these players coming out there and, and slipping on the turf or ripping mm-hmm. it up real easy or whatever it may be. So, you know, the grounds crew really values, you know, some. And, and then I, every time I think, of, I don't know why I think of grounds crew, and especially if we're talking about baseball for the most part, but I always <laughs> think about the, the the tarp guys and the tarp women getting out there and, yeah. uh, and, and they also, there's always some, something happens. It's either they, yeah, they always too fall, fast, right? Somebody gets stuck in it or they get <laughs> rolled upon. And it's, I, I guess when you have like, you know, 20, 30 people trying to unroll this big tarp, things like that do happen. 
No, uh, I don't understand. It does seem to happen a lot where some does. guy, some poor guy trips on his shoelace or something and there yeah. he is stuck under the mat and they got to like try to find him. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and, then, and then also bringing up your Philadelphia thing, I can always remember a few times uh, who was a Philly mascot, the um, fanatic. The fanatic, yeah, and I, I guess it was after the rain delay before they brought the tarp off the field, and they were just kind of waiting for everything to clear. And here goes a Philly fanatic out into onto the tarp, and he starts sliding everywhere, and, and it's mm. like a water slide for him. I think a few other mascots have done that, but it kind of, it kind of is funny uh, when you when you see that kind of stuff. <laughs> Speaking of grounds care, I thought you were going to go to the whole, uh, oh, the the Bill Murray character in Caddyshack uh, with oh. the. <laughs> <laughs> the ground scare, you know. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down in a little oh, while. Oh yeah, you know? well yeah. Bill Murray, the uh, the 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 green superintendent, turns into a caddy that one uh, part of the movie. Yeah, yeah. That, that's uh, man. He goes out with the bishop. Movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a classic movie. I got to say, and that man that brings up another topic: movies and weather. We could probably have a whole podcast Ooh. about movies Ooh. and weather, wouldn't you think? Yes. Yes. I mean, there's, there's a, you know, there's Twister and there's the day after tomorrow and after you know, tomorrow. there's all kinds of movies. Um, I think that, every sport may have been covered by uh, by weather in the movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, the natural was another one with baseball. I mean, there's, yeah, there there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. Yeah. And, uh, and one last thing about baseball and one other uh, thing that I, I really never knew, but the umpire from when the lineups are given to the umpire from the two managers, the umpire has control of the game. Now it doesn't mean yeah. that he's a meteorologist or she's a meteorologist, but they are in contact with the meteorologist or whoever their weather. Sure. Um, um, like a poor sap like me, is. right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so basically, <laughs> but it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not up to uh, the umpire actually has control, whether to call a game or delay a game, um, yeah. And even when there's lightning involved, it's up to the umpire. He has to say, you know, hey, we're we're calling this now, or we're, you know, it's not up to the players, and it's, uh, I guess, the players are under the, you know, the jurisdiction sure. of the umpire, and it's up to them until uh, he decides to call it. But you know, hopefully at that point though, it's not too late, and he can he can call the game. But I think the stadiums will clear the stadium for lightning before the umpire actually says, all right, we're going to call this game just to get them again into safety. Uh, right. beforehand because it takes some time but that's just a, a weird fact that i didn't know uh, up until uh, just a couple of years ago and then, you know, i was just doing a little more research on this whole uh sports uh, sure. and weather but um, yeah no doubt what else i want to talk about yeah we gotta go we gotta go to snow next i would think right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean snow um you know i gotta say as, as a, a guy who's played you know some football i mean i know i only played high school football stuff like that you right. know but man, when it is cold outside and you play football, it's got to be the worst. I, I yeah. gotta say. I mean, a lot of fans look at it and say, "Oh, look at it snowing. These guys are, you know, falling around in the snow. They're sliding around the snow. It must be so much fun." Meanwhile, you know, man, it it doesn't feel yeah. good if your your hands are cold and if it gets trapped with the within a helmet or shoulder pads. Oh, man, that and, and is that, a lot of pain. And I think a lot of it has to do with probably, and, and you see most of the time it's the offensive and defensive linemen that are shirtless or I guess short sleeves and things like that. Probably so they don't have something to grab onto. I mean, I never played football, so you got to fill me in on that part. I would imagine that's the reasoning for, for one thing. 
Yeah, I mean, they, they, I would imagine so. Yeah, I mean, so you don't grab onto that. I mean, I've been in the position where I've grabbed onto anything when I was right. playing linebacker just to bring a guy down. Sure. Um, and I've been grabbing onto a jersey, a shirt, whatever. Sometimes the thing rips on you, which is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I but guess yeah, they'd rather be cold at 10 degrees versus uh, giving up, uh, you know, a sack I, to their quarterback or something I like that. Yes. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't believe that they don't wear sleeves and things like that sometimes yeah. when it's that cold outside, especially when you think of uh, the ice ball game or something oh, like gosh, that yeah. in Green Bay and – you know, my goodness. Oh, I think it was below zero with, yeah. I don't even know what the wind chill was. Uh, probably 20, 30, below, I don't know. Something yeah, to, to crazy. The where, to the point game. where, yeah, it's, it's at the point where it doesn't matter anymore. It's just, yeah. Yeah. It's so cold out. It doesn't matter what the temperature is. But I think, you know, man, snow has impacted a lot of games in the past. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I think back to the one when I was uh, in college I think it was the Patriots and the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, I remember that was a playoff game. Yeah. Yeah, that was snowing the whole game. And I think uh, Vinatieri actually kicked a field goal to win yeah. that game out of the that was snow. early in Brady's career, too. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I thought to myself, there is no way that this guy's going to be able to hit this field goal in, in this mm-hmm. condition. And yeah, you know, he did it. And uh, believe it or not, I think it was the tuck rule game, too. Yeah, I think it was. No, I, exactly. I, yeah, and you know what? I remember watching that game. I think it was at a friend's house. But and I remember some of the camera shots they would take. And mm-hmm. the snow would be coming down so hard that I think I see a player there. Or or even yeah. the announcer was like, I think the ball was just thrown down the field. And, I mean, it's <laughs> at the point where you just kind of hopefully you make out what's going on there. But that's about it. It was snowing so hard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And, uh, man, I, I got to say, not to pick on the – Patriots, but uh, I think there was even one where the oh. uh, didn't a snowplow or something come out yeah. and clear? Yeah, something, something I, I had seen a long time ago. I did look it up before we started this podcast. And there's there's a game back in 1982. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't. I'm not a Patriots fan. Because I'm a Giants fan. But anyway, um, yeah. I remember it was it was on something I saw a while ago on Twitter. So now that we're talking about this, I looked it up, and in 1982 there was a uh, a, a guy that was actually in jail, but he was on work release for the weekend <laughs> working for the Patriots ground crew. And right. I guess at the end of the game or towards the end of the game, there was a, it was snowing most of the game, but they needed to kick a field goal. I don't know if it was to win or go ahead, but the, the plow truck driver, I guess, took it upon himself to come out there and clear a spot right where the snap was going to be. This, the, the, the the field was basically snow covered with the exception of the yardage line. So, But this guy right. comes out and he brushes a spot right where the snap was going to be, <laughs> clears it. And, of course, the field goal kicker hits the field goal. And they I think they eventually went on to win. But it was just – it was 1982. You got to look it up on YouTube. It's like look up like yeah. Patriots snow plow game or something. But it was just I think I think things. the actual title is Patriots cheating begins in 1982. <laughs> wow. but, listen, listen, it's not me, guys. Listen, for our wow. New England people out there, it's not me. That's Sorry, the New title. England, folks. <laughs> that's the title of the YouTube video. I, I promise you. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, it's not something that I just made up. But check that oh, out gosh. if you ever want to look at that snowplow. We're gonna game. get a lot of complaints now about oh. this podcast. All the folks well, from up in Boston are gonna be calling us and emailing us. <laughs> well, at least I didn't mention Deflate Gate. Oh, oh, God. All oh, right. Oh, uh, we, I, All cut right. me Moving off. Moving on. That's <laughs> Moving on. But um, 
Yeah, you know, we were talking about, of course, the rain and the snow. Now, you know, temperature is another thing. We kind of uh, just uh, briefly touched on it. But, um, you know, I would yeah. say temperature when you – and we'll go back to golf for a little bit. You know, uh, temperature is mm-hmm. another uh, big, uh, you know, weather concern uh, sure. because the ball the ball it travels a lot further in hot and humid weather versus a colder and almost mm-hmm. damp day when you think about it. And, and I'll tell you uh, – 30 to 40 degree different. Let, let, let's say it's, it's 50 degrees and they're playing in uh, Europe mm-hmm. somewhere in the UK uh, mm-hmm. where they of course have the open championship versus let's say a hot humid day, 95 in Florida. I mean, that ball is going to be uh, traveling, you know, 20, 30, even 40 yards different sometimes because of the weather conditions. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and a lot of that has to do with the, with the temperature and a lot of it mm-hmm. too has to do with the, the buoyancy of the air too. Buoyancy, um, that's good word. Yeah, well, you know, I am a meteorologist, right? You better know about buoyancy. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, moist uh, air, uh, hot, humid air is, um, you know, is a lot more buoyant. So when you get that mm-hmm. golf ball in there, it, it'll uh, travel a bit further. Travel a little further. Um, and, and and I think we mentioned this before. You and I were talking about this in the office, and we we play golf from time to time. It, it feels better on the body too when it's hot and humid. The body's a little more flexible. You get a little yeah. bit more swing speed and and that again also impacts so you got more swing speed you got hotter Mm -hmm. conditions the ball Mm -hmm. actually compacts a little bit better because of the heat just like anything else you know things expand in the uh, cold they condense in the heat um so same thing so you got all that stuff working towards uh, hitting the ball further versus maybe a colder body lower swing speed 50 degrees Mm -hmm. balls a little harder it doesn't compact as quickly so you know, golf's probably the, the best uh, example to use when it comes to temperature. But, you know, other sports are also uh, impacted by it, too. Yeah, I mean, and you got to think, too, about, you know, the temperature and the humidity when you're talking about, you know, maybe playing football or baseball or something mm-hmm. like that. Because you got to think of the player's well-being, too. Sure. Um, so, you know, you, you got to know what the heat index is going to be, what that temperature might be on the field. So, you know, again, it comes back to a... a, a a nice, uh, if we can get a good forecast there, I mean, some people even put it right on the locker room door, um, to show, you know, what kind of conditions they are going to be dealing with, you know, maybe sure. they can make an adjustment, you know, uh, maybe not so much with humidity changing, but maybe if there's going to be a thunderstorm later in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the fourth quarter, a better chance there, they could kind of game plan for that a little bit. Um, if they could try, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean the heat and humidity too, we go back to that. Um, you know, hot versus cold can affect, uh, racing too. Um, you know, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, track cause that track is super hot, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. your, your, your tires are going to react differently, uh, to a, uh, a hot track versus a, a cool track. And I know there's an issue with, um, when they run some NASCAR races that, uh, you know, go on through the evening into uh, sunset. I think Daytona has one of the a night yeah, race where the track starts warm, then it cools mm-hmm, off. They got to cool. adjust the cars. They got to do this. They got to try different this. tires for all different temperature types. I mean, uh, very yeah, sensitive I mean, to that. You know, I don't, I, you know, you'd have to ask one of our other meteorologists, uh, Brian uh, Clavier. He, he really yeah, knows NASCAR uh, yeah. his NASCAR stuff. And even Ken Elliott, uh, one of our other meteorologists, knows a lot about NASCAR, more than I Bill, do. Is that Bill Elliott's son? or <laughs> Bill Elliott, Ken Wasn't Elliott. Was he a big NASCAR driver? <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, definitely uh, <laughs> definitely was not uh, Bill Elliott's son. Yeah. That would be and, Chase um, Elliott. Chase, that's the other one. Yeah, I wonder if he's right. So, um, 
All right, well, you know what? We're going to talk about one last topic here, and I think it's a pretty important one because it affects a lot of games, and uh, a lot of our NFL clients uh, are very interested in this last uh, weather issue. And, Mike, that is the wind, and we know mm. wind can play a huge part, again, not in, in every outdoor sport, but one in particular in football, final quarter, what do you mm. think happens? Well, what, what do I think happens? I mean, they're checking the wind speed, right? And they're checking to see which way the wind direction is going before they kick that field goal. Is that where well, we're getting at? Where they kick that field goal, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would imagine that almost every football team that gets a forecast, not only just from WeatherWorks or maybe from weather or their sources, sure. they are very and highly interested in that fourth quarter wind direction and speed because, yeah. you know, what, maybe seven, eight games out of ten usually come down to a last possession of the game and, you know, yeah. and – if it's not a touchdown, you know that field goal kicker is on the spot, and uh, you know yeah. that wind is going to uh, impact a lot of things. And and that coin flip beginning of the game, you know, you know which way that wind's going to be blowing in that fourth quarter. You want that wind with you, obviously. Yeah, poor field goal kicker, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? the guy, the guy, you know, probably makes everything the entire game. Then it comes down to him to make that kick with that wind, whatever it may be going on, you know, wow. Talk about some pressure. Yeah. You know what? But you're getting paid to kick a ball and that's all he does or she does. Wow. You're not getting all you field goal kickers out there. (laughs) You're not getting tackled. I mean, what do you do during practice? His name is Brad Miller. His email address and phone number is. I'm changing it. I don't, I'm of course, I mean, I'm not making fun of them, but I mean, yeah, it's very stressful. It all comes down to the, as a field goal kicker, but you know, also they're not taking the beating like other football players are right. and, and getting tackled every play and, and, you know, getting hurt. Um, yeah. But yeah, very important, uh, very important player, obviously. And, and, and the wind sure. uh, is a very, uh, you know, yeah. very important to the, uh, to the team. Yeah, and not only in football too. I mean, wind can affect, uh, you know, obviously golf. You know, Mm -hmm. um, that we were talking about earlier. Also in baseball, you know, if you got a high fly ball and you got a strong wind out there, you know, that thing's going to travel left or right Mm -hmm. pretty far uh, for those, uh, you know, outfielders to try to uh, shag down. So, um, and I think there's actually one game. You ought to look it up one time. Uh, I think it's called, even though it wasn't a hurricane, it's called Philly's Hurricane. Look that up on YouTube one time. It's uh, when a severe thunderstorm, it might have even been a derecho, came through in 2010 um, mm-hmm. at a Phillies-Indians game. And that thing just blasted into the stadium. And um, that's one where, you know, players' safety and fan safety came into <laughs> account wow. a lot. You know, because you got to get that stadium cleared out. You yeah. have to have the the right weather consultation that that's coming through for you to make that decision. So a lot of factors all going into that game. That's for sure um, with the wind. But is there any other sports that are affected by the wind? Uh, I mean, out of the popular sports, I mean, you know, there's a lot of others, I'm sure. But uh, uh, yeah. I got to say gonna... that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's others, but I, I can't think of one off the top of my head. Yeah, but I, I would um, imagine, yeah, football, golf, you know, the, the tennis to, I guess, to a point. But tennis is always in a, in a in a stadium, even though it's outdoors. But you know, it's probably blocked a lot by the uh, by the um, you know, 
That is true. Wind. It's, it's on a smaller area. The wind does affect mm-hmm. you know, the football field a little bit more because it's so much bigger. And golf, obviously, there's no protection from the wind. Uh, yeah, the especially when you're playing open championship over there in uh, Great Britain. My goodness. I don't know how yeah. they play in some of those conditions, but they seem to. They hit those low stinger shots yeah. and things like that. And, that. and usually they'll, they'll play golf in the wind until it gets to a point where if you mark your ball or something like that on the green, they start blowing around. It won't stay in place. But, you know, if it's, mm. you know, even 20, 30, you know, there's a gust or two to 40 that they may comply as long as it's not severe and that ball's uh, staying on the green. It's, uh, um, you know, and, and yeah. that's one of the reasons a lot of times the, the, the greens actually in England, I went to Scotland actually to play golf once. Uh, oh, that's once. Cool. I went on a trip. Yeah. The greens over there are not as fast as they are in America or even in other countries because of that, uh, mm. the wind. And if you have the greens as fast, like Augusta or something like that, um, the ball would easily blow a lot, you know, with a lot lower uh, wind speeds. But so because of the wind is over there, um, always you yeah. know, pretty far, you know, 20, 30 miles an hour, they got to have the greens a little bit slower. So the ball doesn't move around as much. So that's interesting to know. I mean, I wouldn't even yeah. have thought of that. Um, yep. but, uh, Brad being a golf pro over there, you know, well, I'm not <laughs> never on tour or anything. Like no, that. That's what he said. Yeah. No, I was never goes out and shoots seventies every time. No, I'm not good. No, well, you know what? Those guys on tour and those women on tour, they shoot in the sixties. So they wow. crush me. I think a guy shot a 55 not long ago that I saw. <laughs> yeah, it's somewhere always- it broke a record of some sort. But anyway, I think we've about covered it here, Brad, for the uh, podcast. I don't know if there's any other aspects that we didn't. No, I think uh, <laughs> I think we've covered it pretty well. It's uh, it was a fun topic to do, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm now that now you've kind of piqued my interest here with the uh, the movie. My, my mind's already rolling here and thinking about yeah, weather and movies. Podcast. So we're definitely going to have to cover that here in, in the in the coming weeks. So. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great idea. But, uh, you know, guys, in the meantime, you know, again, this is the Weather Lounge. Uh, You can find us on Podbean and on uh, Apple and also the Google Store and uh, Spotify, too. So there's a lot of places you can find us. Um, Also on social media, you could find Weatherworks on social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You could drop us a line there and, you know just uh, ask any questions maybe you want to hear about a particular topic or a particular weather phenomenon uh don't be afraid to do that just uh drop us a line otherwise you can find about weatherworks on weatherworksinc.com and as for now i think that's it for this episode of the weather lounge